Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. I'm Heat G-Check, but you might know me as Heat Weird Last Name. Thank you for taking the time to join with me today for recording. I always hesitate to say thanks so much for taking the time, but because it wastes the listener's time. But I think it's really important to like show your work and say thanks for taking the time. I, uh, you're not the hardest person I've ever managed to get to sit down in front of a microphone. Be amazed. <laughs> now I'm talking to people listening. Hey, you out there, you'd be amazed. Everybody else does exactly what you do. Not, not heat, but you people listening who run away from me and say like, I got nothing to talk about. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> and these people have podcasts. I'm like, wait, isn't this like the exact opposite of, so you had sent me a nice, well, first you dodged me, I don't know, seven <laughs> or 8,000 times. And then eventually you sent me this really well-considered email. And it was like, well, I want to listen to some episodes. And it was like this like giant prep list. And I went, I literally wrote back, or you could ignore everything you wrote and click on this link and pick a half hour because there's no prep work. So I, I do appreciate, um, you know, in the sense of like, I understand and I, I not just appreciate like, hey, thanks, but I do appreciate, it does take a leap, you know, to like show up and let somebody press record. And then boy, I hope he doesn't like lead me to places where I don't want to go. <clears throat> so all that pre-ramble setup. You know, just for the just for the record, I didn't think I had nothing to say. I thought I had too much and it was complete like, how can I pick a topic? Oh, I don't I have, have one button. topic. I have 900 <laughs> I have 900 topics. We can't cover them all in warn. 20 minutes. I always warn everybody in the pre-call. There's an airbag that goes off at the end of this. It's like 20 minutes. The show's over. <laughs> just so yeah, you'll have no problem fitting into 20 minutes. Just watch. So we talked about a bunch of different things up front and, and, it, and the very, er, like the pre-talk part, I often try to encourage the shiny syndrome. I try to like throw random things up in the air to see what you dive for. Um, and it never ceases to amaze me. The longer that we do that, the better material we start to get to. And like one of the very last things you said before we hit record was do what works for you. It might've even been an F-bomb in there. And I think, <laughs> I mean, that's brilliant, right? Because I often get lost in in like my preachy soapbox. Well, here's how you should do backups and here's how you should name your folders. And I'm like a process maniac. And I think when I managed to take that advice to just like, well, what's the simplest thing that could possibly work here? Like, you know, could we try easy before we try crazy complicated? So that's like deep wisdom there. And I'm guessing you're going to say you have trouble following that wisdom, but has, <laughs> has the journey of podcasting taught you anything special about like that lesson? Like I'm thinking maybe like in podcasting, it's really a rabbit hole. So maybe you really learned the lesson or are there things about that? Just do what works for you that, that are like apropos or in the same vein as podcasting. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And yes. <laughs> and there have been two really big spots that this came true for me through podcasting. And the first was, I was like, oh, you know, I have these 97 ideas for a podcast. Okay, now I've got to whittle down to 12. Now I've got to whittle down to seven. Now I've got four. I've got four ideas for a podcast. And I was talking to a mastermind group that I have from a, a workshop. And they're like, why don't you just do all of them? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> and I was like, do all of them in the same podcast? Like, they kind of match, but they don't really match. And they're like, it's your podcast. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, oh, right. Right. I could do whatever I want. And <clears throat> that helped me to not be stuck. 
Because otherwise it's like, oh, well, I don't know which of these I like better. Because if I knew which one I'd like better, I would have picked it already. It might be a down to one instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then owning that and being like, okay, these are four ideas. They go together. It's not super clean and tidy, but that's part of what makes it fun. It's part of the chaos. And, and it was good to own that because I've gotten pushback hmm. since it's come out from people who are like, you know, you should make this separate podcast. And I was like, Mm, just don't listen to the ones you don't want to listen to. <laughs> I was going to say, F you. Just skip over, unsubscribe. <laughs> um, but yes, see, your your answer was much nicer than my answer was. I'm, I'm not so good. <laughs> my boy's not so good at the people skills. As Kathy Bates <laughs> once said in a movie. <laughs> uh, uh, but I think there's, there's deep wisdom there to like, well, why can't I just put grapes in my, you know, mashed potatoes? Like, there's no reason you can't do it. Most people would go you, but like, and and you're right. The things that you're combining are not that vastly. I mean, it's still two people talking about topics. It's not like you're combining knitting with astrophysics, which there's probably a podcast for that. Did you <laughs> have you have you gone back to wreath? Uh, how far along are you? This is the part where I want to say you're awesome. How, how many episodes do you have out? Episodes. Let's see, four per month: July, August, September, October. So sixteen <clears throat> so far. The next four come out next week. Okay, first of all, mad props for not actually knowing the number. That's the first good sign. Is we'll go, I'm, I'm not really sure. Good, because we all get stuck on the numbers. Um, but also 16 is way beyond pod fate. So mad props, congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, long ago, I kind of like reinvented myself. And one of the things that I did was I said to myself, I'm kind of stingy with the positive reinforcement. I've had people actually say that to me. Like you, you just don't ever say. So in certain scenarios, I started anytime I saw something that I thought was like my brain went, wow, that was kind of cool. I was required. My rule was I had to say that out loud. I had to go, wow, that was, that was kind of cool. I had to like just verbalize the positivity. Um, so that's, that's like where that comes from. When you see me do that or say it to people, I'm, I'm like, it's not because I'm bullshitting you. It's because I actually thought, whoa, that's pretty cool. So then I go, hey, that's pretty cool. Like 16 is awesome. And that's beyond pod fate. So anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, wild dead beat horse. It's so, a thing, but that's <clears> a thing <throat> that I encourage lots of people to do. Like when you see things that other people are wearing or doing or saying, and you think good things about it, you should tell them mm. because we don't hear that enough. Yes. Everybody, everybody do it, people. Yes. Amen. Once more <laughs> louder for those in the back. <laughs> I, I think that there's, again, there's, that there's deep wisdom there. And now I'm thinking that reminds me of like the shiny syndrome we, we were talking before about, you know, distracted by shiny things or the squirrel syndrome. And I find that focusing like that. So, you know, Hey, that podcast episode was really good. That makes me think about somebody else's work and thinking about other people's work tends to give me more ideas and, you know, interesting and interesting ideas, inspiring ideas, as opposed to like just going around in the little squirrel racetrack in my head about different ideas and you're nodding vigorously, but nobody can hear that. So <laughs> did you, um, have you like, so have you always known that? So you made a point of like a, a violently agreeing with me about, yes, say that positive stuff out loud more. Well, how far back does that idea go? You know, that you're holding on to. Um, a couple years, honestly. Um, my the last like thirty-five years of my life has been a gradual saying things out loud. Like mm. when I was a kid, super shy, had like two friends, very happy with my two friends, but talked to no one else. Right. And slowly like learning to talk to people and 
I'm building on that. But also I came from a family that was super negative um, and just judgmental and kind of nasty. And so like learning also to see positive things in people instead of just negative things, which are things that are automatic because that's what I was yeah, the habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but why two years ago? Like you, you said a couple. Let me a couple means two. You said a couple years ago that idea took root or you know broke through. I always like the idea, like you plant the seed, and I don't know what's going on. And one day, like link, it comes through the ground, but there's a lot that happened before it sprouted. What made it sprout like two years ago? You know, it was probably more than two years ago because pandemic time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. It's like so every it's data chart. Four years ago. Yeah, every data chart is going to have an asterisk next to 2019 and one of those little daggers next to 2020 for the rest of forever. Yes, anyway, yes. sorry. So, two years in COVID time ago would be like 2018. Yeah, 2017. You know, I get, I get, and, and this is true for things in general, not just this one specific idea where I become introduced to a thought and then I find people or organizations that are putting out more of this. So now with social media, this is super easy, right? And so then I get a steady stream of this thing that I want, that I want to do or want to become. And it just starts slowly to take over, you know, like water on a stone, Mm. kind of thing, eventually smooths it out kind of idea. And so I can't tell you that there was a thing that happened as much as the stone got worn. This has been recent work. Yeah. That's it. That's super interesting. Are you going to, st- uh, what I was going to say is, are you going to stick with the, the core, uh, your, so your, your podcast has four facets, uh, four threads. I think you said at one point, mm-hmm. um, are you going to stick with four threads or now you're thinking like, well, if I can do four, I can have 12 or like, you know, you could, you could invent. And I mean that in a good way, you can invent all sorts of really interesting. Um, there's an author whose name escapes me and it bothers me. Maybe it'll come back to me. Draft number six by McPhee. Uh, what's McPhee's first name? Oh, my brain doesn't work. Anyway, it's a great book, but he he did crazy stuff like, well, most people do like investigative reporting and they'll, it'll be about one person or maybe it's about a town, but it's like about one thing. And then he was like, well, what if I did two people like, you know, the two people on opposite sides of the aisle in a political debate? I'm like, well, that, that's a pretty common. And then he tried to do three. And in the book, draft number six, I believe it is, he, he explains and he's like, he did it once. And he's like, it's really a lot of hard work, but it made this really interesting because you get these new perspectives. So my brain is thinking, well, you've got four different perspectives because you're interviewing four different kinds of people each month, or f- you're interviewing four different people of particular types each month. Yes. One is, you know, your son. Your, um, are you going to stick with that? Or now you're like, well, if I can do four, I can do 12. Um. There is definitely some expansion stuff in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, I don't know yet what, what of it I'm going to pursue and what of it needs to just CTFD. Hmm. Um, But I was thinking, right, because I interview an artist and I interview the person next door. So just like a normal person. 
And then I interview my son and then my son interviews someone. Those are the four threads. And I got to thinking recently, like, you know, it would be really interesting to interview small business owners and find out like how they got started and what their process is. Because all of these things are like about process and experience and how ordinary people are interesting. And like, it would be super interesting to know how the couple that owns the sandwich shop that I've been going to for 15 years got started and what they think about how it's going now and like all that stuff. So that, that one might, might come to exist. We'll see. I also need to be careful because it takes time, right? To produce all these. (laughs) What? Yes. (laughs) And at some point here, I'm going to need to start doing something that makes money. And podcasting is not that thing. Mm. So, like, I've got that kind of counterbalancing ideas, 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 ideas. But I think the small business thing, that one might might need to take some time and come out into the world. Mm. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody else about if the thing, uh, if you take the thing that you love doing, like, oh, this is my creative outlet, and you try to make it be the revenue stream, <laughs> perfect <laughs> recipe for hating the thing that you used to love. And I'm thinking, is that part of what's holding you back from trying to figure out how to monetize the podcast? Are you thinking, I'm going to use the podcast and I'm going to sneak up sideways on opportunities and then I'm going to monetize one of those opportunities? Or are you just completely stuffing the whole thing in the closet and ignoring it? Well, see, this this is the thing. It's funny because I, by trade, was an elementary band teacher. And I quit at Christmas break last year because of COVID. I had just finished the creatives workshop. I had written a book. And the plan was to work on the book and to, to do whatever. And my husband makes enough money. We're like, we can rebudget and it'll be okay not to have the, the yeah, massive teaching salary. <laughs> single income, right. <laughs> Um, which opened up all kinds of possibilities, right? Because now I've got time. But I had no plan because it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to quit teaching and do this thing instead. It was I'm quitting teaching because of how things are going with the pandemic. And so since then, I've been kind of floating. And the podcast came into it. And I have it attached to buy me a coffee. So mm-hmm. in theory, I, and I've made $35. <laughs> so it's always just enough to just show you that it works. <laughs> and you're just like, why did I spend three hours setting that up? <laughs> I could have made my own coffee, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so there's that, but I have other things in the works because the things that are shiny are not all in the same lane, right? right? So I wrote a book and I'm still working on getting that published. I'm trying to get it published through a publisher instead of self-publishing, but that's taking a massively long time. Yeah, but my understanding is it's also like the really good hard work. So if you can get a publisher, assuming you're not 
like trying to game the system, which I know you're not, but like if you're, if you're really honestly trying to write a good book, having a publisher tell you your book sucks is, is like, okay, I'll make it better. You know, like it, it can really, if you get a good publisher, they can really be a really positive guiding influence. Um, so I, th- I think you're on the right track by like, no, I'm going to do this the hardcore way. Well, and I, I crossed paths with an editor in Creatives Workshop who has like almost my lifetime of experience. And she was reading as I was writing. She's like, you're really good at this. This is really Mm. good. And so that was hugely affirming. And yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And and I'm doing photography. And and the podcast. And I have a blog. And I just launched a new thing yesterday that will come out on the 21st of November. Like I've got with doing having to do with art and painting and photography. So I've got a lot of hmm. things going on. That's, which, that's good. It's fun. It's hard for me to tell, <clears throat> excuse me right now, if it's like good to be doing stuff or it's just like, Ooh, shiny, Ooh, shiny, Ooh, shiny. I haven't figured that out yet. Hmm. But it's good for now. Yeah, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down there. That's definitely a question of like, I don't know, this is like, what's the point of doing all these recorded conversations? But for me, I have a specific vision and mission in mind, so I'm like, you're like, yes, that's okay. I'm still doing the thing that I think I'm doing, but it's tough when you're like, uh, uh, for example, the weather is gorgeous where I am right now, and I want to go rock climbing. <laughs> Like tomorrow is looking really nice. Uh, and so you have to always make this like that's life. You got to choose. You can only do one thing yes. at a time. Even if you think you're multitasking, you're really just serially unitasking, doing everything yes. badly. Yes. So I, I totally think you're on the right path of, you know, what am I doing today? <sighs> Anything else spring to mind that was on your mind on your way to the work? Like just trying to make sure I leave the door open here for you to go, oh, I wanted to talk about. Whatevs. I don't think so. Cool. I don't think so. Have you ever seen? Um, I'm really good with visuals. Like I can picture the guy. I can picture his show. It's a podcast. <laughs> uh it's actually a TV program on Netflix too. I can't think of the gentleman's name. And this program has no episode notes, so you're all on your own. And it's a guy who is a photographer a documentarian and a podcaster. And I I don't want to guess the name because I hate to say the wrong names. Super famous. He's done like photography for Rolling Stone, all kinds of cool photos. And he does with, with one person, he does all three. So you're saying like podcasting and then you're mentioning art and you're mentioning photography. And I'm like, Hey, what if you just, you know, do the peanut butter and chocolate and smash all these things together. So he does a photo shoot, like a portraiture style photo shoot, like, I don't know how to like for, uh, portraiture with a capital P yeah, and <laughs> then does an, uh, a video documentary with the person and sits them down for like two people talking between ferns. So the, the, you can watch and it's edited like a documentary or you can just listen to it as a podcast. And then there's also the, the side of the person that you maybe weren't expecting that's in the portraiture. And that's his way of like doing what he does. And he creates these three different things and they are, they are off the chart. The quality in all three is just like, I, I mean, I, I wanted to like burn all my audio. Like I was just like, I give up. If that's, <laughs> if that's what people can do with this medium. Oh my God. Um, 
But I was just wondering if you've thought about trying to smash together two things that seem so different, like photography and podcasting. I'm trying to smash together everything. I just haven't figured out. (laughs) 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 Haven't figured out how to do it yet. Hmm. (laughs) I'll get there. I'll figure it out. It's just, we're not there yet. I'm getting there. What's, um, uh, so I think pretty many people would know you as a remarkable, <clears throat> you said seven, pod seven, eight, pod seven, pod seven. I oh, was did... in pod eight. I was a remarkable in pod nine, pod nine. Sorry, my bad. Um, so that's, you know, something like five or 600 people who would have seen you in those two contexts. And I, I, you're right. I do remember like you stood out like in pod eight pretty quickly. It was like, you're clearly, you're clearly going to be, a, I'm like, yep, you're going to be back. <laughs> That's a remarkable <laughs> going somewhere to happen. We, they don't do that like in the first couple of weeks, but yeah, it always happens. Um, and I, I'm just wondering for all those people who may have seen you in that podcasting context, but in no other context, what is something you think people get wrong about you? Like somebody who would have seen you in those courses. Hmm. Give you a really easy question for the end. <laughs> it's a really hard question. <laughs> What do people get wrong about me in those contexts? That's a great question. And I don't know because I try really hard not to think about how people might be thinking about me because that's a place where I've gotten stuck for a long time. And I'm like, I need that not to matter. Need to just be okay. And so sometimes I show up and I feel like I'm a messy disaster. <laughs> and <laughs> and <Doesn't> everybody, ma- <laughs> please tell me everybody feels so. like that. I think so. And so I'm like, you know what? This is where I am right now. And maybe people perceive that and maybe they don't. And it needs to be okay because this is where I am right now. So, so I don't know because I've tried very hard not to think about it. <laughs> But I had someone from a different workshop make a comment six months later, like we're still meeting once a week in these in this group. She made a comment about, she's like, oh, you don't have all your shit together. And I was like, well, wait, wait, what? You thought that I had all my shit together? Like, who have you been talking to? So... <laughs> So yeah, I've I've given up on figuring out what <laughs> other people think. <laughs> That's people probably think. a good, probably a good, a good strategy. Like, I'd love life. to know, but mm. maybe, well, look at the time. Maybe I would love to know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> All right, he. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think that's a good place to stop. As good a place to stop as any airbag. Um, the only problem with that is it's also like a derogatory term for people who talk too much. I don't like to just call people an airbag at the end of the show because um, it was not in any way, from my point of view, that sort of experience for me. I really enjoy talking to people, and I was all excited to get a chance to talk to you for twenty minutes without like the Hollywood squares of other people and like having to wait our turn. So it's super fun. Thanks so much. Thanks. Let me real quick. Heat-weirdlastname.com. The podcast is there. The blog is there. The photography, like everything is there. Everything is from there. All the shiny bits. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thank you.